You are listening to Bicycle Retail Radio, brought to you by the National Bicycle Dealers Association. Welcome to another episode of Bicycle Retail Radio, brought to you by the National Bicycle Dealers Association. This is Heather Mason. If you're a first-time listener, be sure to check out our previous episodes. Please do us a favor and leave a review. It helps members of our industry find our podcast. Today, I am joined by NBDA Development Director Rochelle Scowen. Rochelle works closely with me to create, organize, and execute the content, webinars, events, blogs, newsletters, and more that the NBDA provides. She has an integral role in all of our day-to-day operations. 2021 has simply flown by, and as we gear up for 2022, we thought it would make sense to bring Rochelle and I on the podcast together talk about some of the highlights from this past year and what to expect in 2022. Rochelle, what's up? Everything. Everything is up and it's great. This is awesome to have you on Bicycle Retail Radio. We've done this before, you know, talking about the cab to shows and whatnot. And I know our energy is usually so good. So I'm thinking we could just go natural on this one. What do you think? Bring it on. Bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah, I'm not even sure. Where are we starting? This year has simply flown by. And, you know, every day you're in California, I'm in New York. So we have these virtual check-ins. It's like full on, right? It is. When you said what's up and I said everything, I'm not joking. (laughs) We've got a lot going on, but it's fun. I don't know like where the days go. It's just, okay, let's book time out next week to focus on this. And then all of a sudden it's next week and I'm looking at the calendar and I'm like, didn't we book time out? (laughs) (laughs) There's just so many ideas though that pop up, right? That we just want to bring forward for our retailers. It's like, there's not enough time in the day. Um, Yeah, exactly. Talking about time in the day, I know you're waking up super early every morning, going to the gym, crushing it. Got to get ready for that 100 miler, right? (laughs) I got like two weeks of practice in, two weeks of training. I think I'm ready. I kept telling people like, I'll go with you. I'll do it. I'll do the first two miles. You carry me the last 98. We're there. It's fun. You know, we're traveling together just for our listeners to get a sense. Rochelle and I have been traveling pretty much since the big year show, um, once or twice a month together and waking up early before we head to the show and head into the gym and getting the workout in just recently at Cab to East, we go down and what Lauren was in the gym working out with us. And we're like, yeah, it's the girl, girl group here. (laughs) What'd you think about Cab to East, Rochelle? Oh, it's so much fun. It It was a great group of people. Yeah, right. Like we did. So we did our 75th anniversary cake cutting there. Yeah, we did our our member dinner and we had the networking breakfast. There was a little dance party one night. (laughs) So much fun. Um, So many shows this year, though. Nice to see people. Nice to be back out reflecting on the year. We started with the big year show and then the three cab to shows, Philly Bike Expo. Anything that stood out to you, you know, it's a lot of travel. <laughs> it's a lot of travel. I think the the thing that stood out has to be the Big Gear Show because it was the first one. It was the first one where we actually got to see people for the first time in a year, year and a half, two years, something like that. It was such a great moment. It was just such a great atmosphere being outdoors. It has to be the one that stands out the most. 
It was nice because we got to bring our P2 members there. And it was the first time you and I did a show together. And Mm -hmm. I remember just like the first day, let's go back and just think for a second about that awesome pad we had. Didn't we have a cool lodging situation? We had an awesome, awesome room. We totally didn't, like, we should have hosted some event there or something next year. Totally next year. We're going to do something. (laughs) We're like, this is for the two of us. It was super fun. But we had a lot of packages and, you know, our setup was pretty intense. The boxes that we had in that place, we actually needed the space for all the stuff we brought with us. It's true. We took up like 20 square feet and the rest of it was all of the crap that we brought. (laughs) That show was fun and, you know, hosting our Retailer Excellence Awards there. And next year, again, at Deer Valley, but a little bit of a change. We're moving up to the Mid-Mountain now. Gosh, should we leak out the gala news? Oh, sure. All right. So we did our virtual gala this past year, which was awesome. And uh, it was hosted on Zoom. We had, you know, hundreds of retailers and industry people join us. And this year, we're going to take the gala live to the Big Gear Show and opportunity to get dressed up, to mingle, dance, with the just celebrate the industry at large. So I'm pretty stoked about that. It's going to be, it's going to be huge. It's going to be a great moment to get together and just, you know, at a place where everyone's already going to be together, but to just take a few hours and just celebrate us. Yeah. And I've already, so like, I think just earlier this week, the retailer registration came out for the big year show and I passed it along to some of our members yesterday and people are signing up. Like, it seems like this is going to be the show to be at next year. So upping our educational game, already working with our association partners and speakers to give some great educational content. I think we're going to have to go out a little bit earlier and just take advantage. Like we didn't even swim in the pool. We did nothing. We did the work the whole time and did the shuttles. We stared at it. We said we should do that and then didn't. Oh man. So as I, as I mentioned, you know, we're planning for 2022. We've been just seriously, you and I just firing away so much excitement and thinking about just January. I mean, we're doing a member networking trip to Costa Rica, right? Like how pumped is like, what we got Larry Black is going with us. Frank from our ride service extended service contract program. Pretty awesome. I think that's the first time we've ever done anything like this, right? (laughs) As far as I know, it's going to be really fun. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And then also we're planning, we have our consumer research report that we funded that's coming out. We have a whole education series around that. And then we're committing to monthly fit meetings, e-bike education, women in the bicycle industry still going on, mobile meetups, our Monday mingles still happening. We're looking at making more monthly meetups. (laughs) I see your eyes. (laughs) So this is the way that Rochelle and I work together. We just brainstorm out and then it's like, okay, let's do it. It's like, but talking about all these events, I had to buy like one of these big, huge wall calendars just so I could get my like jam on because it's like, there's so much happening, but I love it. You know, our membership is, has been responding super positively. And I don't know about you, but these Monday mingles just Every single one just leaves me feeling 
like better for the, for our industry and, you know, excited and just looking forward to the next one. And I feel like we're doing really good work. Would you agree? I would agree. I would agree. I leave every one of those Monday mingles like excited and like ready to go on to the week. Cause there's just so much energy there and people talking candidly and, and, you know, giving each other advice. It's just a great atmosphere. I'm just thinking, you know, I asked you like looking back this year from the shows, is there a moment that stood out? And I'm I'm getting like a little emotional because I'm thinking those people, our members, several of them have actually become close friends. Like you feel that I can tell you feel that too, right? Yeah. You know, giving people, you know, a fist pump or a hug at a show, seeing someone in person for the first time that we've seen on Zoom, you know, and both of us are. I mean, I feel like we're like so similar in so many ways because we're just really, this is like, this is who I am. <laughs> like, like this is all me. You're not, there's nothing fake here. And then, you know, we're forming these real friendships. I hope that 2022 brings more of our members to these events. And, you know, I'm thinking about the calendar and why we're, you know, putting all these new events out there because I just want to keep meeting people and interacting on this platform that's, you know, gives us a better understanding of how we can better support our members, right? And what they need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Member Philly, I think we were, we were trying to find, we were at the Philly Bike Expo and neat show because we saw consumers and brands and retailers. So the first time really interacting as an organization with consumers, I think for me and you, right? I don't, I think that was the first time that we did. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, Neil Weschler, one of our P2 consultants, was at the at Philly with us. So we had an opportunity to go grab some lunch. And everyone was telling us, what was the place? The Reading, Reading Market? Red, Red something? Yeah. And so we're like, we're like, let's go find this Reading Market. Turns out that, I mean, listeners probably, some of you might know, it's this amazing spot where like literally whatever you're craving, you walk in and you can get anything. I don't, I don't handle situations like that very well. So we walk in and like, there's just so much happening. And I'm just like, let's get that. It was like, the, like I don't know. We walked for like a minute, maybe. I don't even know what I found. <laughs> it's like, I just got to get out of here. <laughs> but we were brainstorming. Oh, we were on our way to one of our P2 meetings and also one of our board meetings talking about 2022 and strategy and plan. And we were brainstorming, you know, okay, what is our biggest goals or what's our biggest goals in 2022? And I don't remember how we got to where we, we got, but all of a sudden it was like one of those like sun sunbeams come down and the sky opens up magic moments. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, let's not, I don't even know. I was like, let's not, we don't need to do anything crazy different. We just need to do more opportunities for members to come together and get more members because with more members, more ideas, right? I think that's, it was just like, boom. Yeah. We were getting Mediterranean food and we're standing there and all of a sudden you're like, I got it. (laughs) I got it. I got it. So at the board meeting, I was, I think I was just like, all right, here's our plan. (laughs) And it was like, we're going to get more members. It's like this, like, that's it. We're just going to do better and offer more things and more opportunities. And the feedback was good. And so, yeah, we've been just full on figuring out how to do that and what that looks like. Right. Yeah. So what are you thinking about 2022? Are you excited? Oh, I'm excited. 
kind of at these uh, events we go to, people see how we interact and they say, you know, how much do you guys get so much done? Just two people. And then they meet us and they go, oh, it's because you, you know, work really well together and you think the same. And, you know, it's just, it's just, we, we do, we work really well together. But one of the things I say is that you're like this person that comes out with like, 50 new ideas every single day and you're like we could do this and we could do this and oh my gosh let's do this and I'm the one that's like cool what if we did like 10 of those (laughs) (laughs) and that'll be a great great thing and the issue with 2022 is that you're coming at me with 50 ideas and now like 30 of them are great (laughs) (laughs) not like 10 of them so we're doing more but it's it's just gonna be awesome yeah and and with this it's and I love how you do you're like you're like so patient with me you're like this is awesome let's look at it this way or okay do you you know well let's see if people will come and we'll you know we put out these surveys to see because we don't just want to throw things on the calendar just to throw them on the calendar we want to make sure that retailers want and need this, this resource and this education. But, you know, as we throw out these like mobile meetups and I mean, the fit Fridays have been awesome. And just last night we had a women's event. We need, you know, we, we need retailers to come, you know, the more retailers, the more people interacting, you know, the, the better the conversation is because we, a lot of these moments have opportunities for peer to peer learning and, having more retailers on just takes the conversation in a super dynamic direction that I don't know about you, Rochelle, but every, every meeting, like it's awesome. Like I would, at the end, I'm like, well, I never thought we were going to go there today. Like you don't know. right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And sometimes you'll leave a meeting like, Oh my God, I have like 10 things I wrote down that are great, great ideas. I know. I know. So one of my favorite things as of late and everyone listening, if you get emails from me on the email, you know, my cell phone is on the bottom of that email. So a lot of retailers have my cell phone and I'm perfectly cool with that. And I'm, you know, actually I want, please call me. I welcome it. So Monday, we haven't been having every Monday, our Monday mingles. We've been spacing them out a little bit just because we've been traveling and whatnot. So we have now, so like on Mondays, I'll get text messages. I'm trying to log into the Monday mingle or, or what? There's no Monday mingle today. Like, so it's cool because I'm, I'm no, you know, I'm getting the feedback that's like, oh, we, you know, we, we want to be there today. So I love that. It's big smile when that happens. I'm sure you probably get emails too. Rochelle, I'm trying to log in. <laughs> What's happening? Oh, I do. Yeah. I get this person has joined your meeting and I'm like, oh no, it's not today. <laughs> So the event calendar, we will be updating, you know, in the new year and trying to keep it as up to date and and as forward filled as possible. So if you're listening, just go on to mbda.com and look at that event calendar. You can register for each event on there. Some events are open to, you know, the industry at large. You don't have to be an MBDA member, but some are member only access. If you have any questions about any events, reach out to us for sure. We just added that number. Yeah, what? Sorry to interrupt. No, I'm like, I'm like, so. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I learned with Heather is that if you don't interrupt, she's just going to keep going. (laughs) And that's it. I do. I just go, go, go. I get so excited. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, it's awesome. It's really awesome. I didn't mean that in a bad way. I meant that in like, actually, you get so excited about stuff. You just keep going and it's awesome. It's great. <laughs> it is. You can tell you really care. What I was going to say is that if anybody is going on to our website and you see all the events and you have an idea for something that you don't see there or you really wish this thing was there or that we could you know do another thing at a different time because this one really doesn't work like please reach out to Heather and I we don't know these things unless we hear them from you I think Heather says a lot like please reach out to us please let me know if we can do anything and she actually means it honestly please reach out if you need anything yeah, I love that. And that just made me think we are trying to feature our members, like our member spotlight and show what you're doing out to other retailers. You'll notice on our bicycle retail radio, we've been featuring shops like so send us pictures of you and your staff or, you know, if you just remodeled or if you just did a new display or if you just feel like sending us a photo for the day, because we want to share it out with other retailers. It's really, we found that other retailers really like seeing what each other are doing and photos are like a really great way to show that. So you can send those to Rochelle and I, and we'd love to share them out and, and brag about you and you know what you're doing at the store for sure. I'm just thinking back to how I just go on and on and I have all this energy. Oh my God, Cabda, Cabda East. <laughs> There was this band playing and they were so good. And one of our retailer members, Cisco from N plus one cyclery was like standing right next to me. And I wasn't drinking. I mean, Rochelle, I was people were people like, she must be drinking it. No, I was just having a good time. I was like, let's dance. And I just grabbed Cisco and we just, yeah, it was awesome. We cut a rug out there on that. Tore it up. I say it's a dance floor. Really, it was the lobby and no one else was dancing. Forever referred to as dance floor now. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh man. So Costa Rica is January 8th. Like we are going with several members to actually one of our members' business, Paquati Outdoor Center. Is that how I think I say it right? But it's in Costa Rica. Tom is a member and they host adventure travel trips. And the idea is that retailers can work with them to do their, your own trip or to promote to your own customers to go visit their center and experience. What are we, we're going to be like a little bit of mountain biking. What else? Yeah, we have zip line, rafting, hiking. They have something called a Tarzan swing, which scares me, but I'm you know, we'll do it. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> But the idea too is that like, as we're doing all this, you know, and this is the first of what we hope are going to be a few member networking trips is that you're, you know, maybe waiting for the Tarzan swing and chatting with another retailer about your store or, you know, just giving time for authentic conversations and uh, getting you out of your store a little bit. So you can just take time to decompress, expand the mind a little bit really looking forward, but we're thinking of a couple of other locations too this year, later in the year. And this is just tossed out. We don't know if these are actually going to happen yet, but. Right. Right. We're thinking Roanoke, Asheville, Vermont. Yeah. We're in talks. 
we're in we're talks. In, we're in some talks. Yeah. And maybe we could tie it where with like the buy where you ride. Like, so we have this buy where you ride. So maybe we get retailers together and we ride and we go visit a retailer, kind of like what our P2 program does, but, you know, in a little less formalized, less meetings in a you know room and more just riding and spending time mm-hmm. together. So hope that we can officially announce some of those soon. Rochelle, you better keep up with that like 100 mile training, get the bike training going. <laughs> Give me another two weeks. I'll be fully prepped. But like places like Roanoke, so Roanoke, Virginia, I had actually never pulled off 81 and gone into the, you know, the town or, of Roanoke. Was that your first time there too? Yeah, it was gorgeous. Right. Like, so we hosted our P2 meeting there and it was just, so we got to meet with visit Blue Ridge, uh, which is the Blue Ridge mountains. There's a, is, I think it's a non-for-profit just based on tourism and bringing people into the, to the area who was able to show us local trails, great places to ride, local places to eat that were just amazing. Uh, We had a really nice hotel right in the center of the city. And then we visited Cardinal Bicycle, which is in our P2 groups. But that kind of like gave us the brainstorm that, hey, we could do this with other retailers too, just to visit cool areas that we didn't even know. Like I wouldn't have never been like Roanoke's a destination spot, but I really, I really jammed on that. Yeah. Yeah. And as we were talking with them and looking at all the bike trails that they had and going out biking each day, it was like, wow, people, you know, should know about this and see Cardinal Bicycle. It's a great store. And what if we could just bring people so that they could talk to each other and visit another retailer and ride at the same time? I think it'd be great. Yeah. So those P2 meetings, oh my gosh, we introduced the morning yoga. That was a big hit, right? <laughs> Depending on your definition of big hit, yes. <laughs> it was good. It was great. Anyone who is, uh, you know, not, head over to the MBDA social feed. So check out the Facebook and Instagram accounts. You're going to see some pictures from our P2 meetings, which happened this fall. So P2 is our profitability project. And basically it's an opportunity for retailers to become part of a program where you share data and you work closely with other retailers, non-competing to better your business and, you know, lend itself to more profitability for your business and overall success. And so we host spring and fall meetings where we actually go visit a retailer's store And this year was the first year, you know, since I came on as president that I was able to help organize these meetings. And for me, it's like nothing is better than that, you know, morning workout time. So I was like, that's it. We're doing 6 a.m. 6 a.m. 6 a.m. yoga. (laughs) But a couple of the members like really liked it, right? It was. I really liked it. Yeah, it's a great way to start your day, especially when you're going to be in a a meeting room having like high level, you know, discussions all day that takes a lot of physical and mental energy, you know, and starting your day off with a really good mindset and a good stretch. It was actually really great. And it was just fun. I mean, you have like these, you know, you know, bicycle retailers and us and like, we're just all like in our shorts or or spandex or whatever we're in our casual yoga clothes and trying to get into these positions. I mean, I am not flexible at all. (laughs) So we were just laughing and I'm taking pictures and 
really positive way to start the day for these, you know, the meetings that would last for, you know, nine hours plus, you know, over the course of the day. I think we should keep that going though, that the morning yoga, I think it's going to be a staple. (laughs) Oh yeah. I joke about it, but yes, it's actually a really great way to start the day. (laughs) Those meetings though, you know, it's cool for you and I to be able to, you know, go to these P2 meetings and, you know, we talk about everything, you know, that lends itself to the bicycle retail operation during those meetings. And then also just our virtual member events, lots of topics that came up this year as retailers continued to pivot with the changes in the industry. Anything that stood out to you that, you know, that maybe had left an impression from you for you? There was some really, really good discussion. And I think important it's an important topic where people talked about e-bikes and specifically either off-brand e-bikes or e-bikes purchased off of a certain online retailer that when somebody comes into your store and needs help with it, either building it or they need it maintained, they need some kind of work, you know, do you take on that liability? Is it worth it to keep the customer? They're cyclists just like anybody else, you know, so why shouldn't you help them? Well, because it is a liability and the company doesn't give you the resources that you really need to effectively work on it. It was a really, really good discussion. And I think something that is a brand new thing that that is coming up that is going to become a bigger issue. Yeah, there's so much there with e-bikes. So lately, you know, I'm looking back on what we did this past year and a lot in the past couple of months with safe storage of batteries, um, now the battery recycling. But yeah, the conversations, I would agree with you. It's like the class two, you know, looking at class two and what a role that will have and then what to do, you know, with all these bikes coming in, maybe systems we're not used to working on and how we navigate that. That definitely stands out. The other thing is, you know, direct to consumer has been such a, you know, in, in supplier owned stores, it's been a conversation that we heard a lot about this year. And, you know, we always will, but different ways, different tactics that retailers are working to continue to find revenue sources and, and focusing on service, service and the role they can play in fitting and assembly of D2C bikes, there's still profits to be made and, you know, working to make sure that you're just setting yourself up for the best success seems to be a conversation that we heard a lot in our mingles and networking events as well. Yeah. Another one that came up a lot was employees, you know, like you as the owner have gone through a lot in the last two years. It's been really difficult but the employees your employees everybody at the shop has gone through a hard time you know and it's it's a lot of work with fewer people and you know how do we keep the morale up how do we keep our employees happy and satisfied and wanting to come to work and how do we stay productive when we're so stressed out and there's a lot of discussion about just employees and and the atmosphere at the shop and how to keep it up. Bicycle Retail Radio is supported by our NBDA members. 
All our member benefits can be found at nbda.com. Join the NBDA today. Yeah, and I'm thinking back to other guests we had or other interviews we did. We had Kaylee Kornhauser from All Bodies on Bikes, the Shimano film, just exploring the word cyclist and how that has been expanded with, with the bike boom and all the new riders who have entered our sport. And a conversation that has come up a lot in 2021 is how we just continue to keep these new cyclists engaged, right? And just even search engine SEO optimization or how we communicate with our customers. Oh my God, there's so many topics from this past year. Retailers are wearing so many hats right now. (laughs) Some ideas to keep new riders engaged, you know, just talking about community involvement or or a customer-centric shop experience where you're really focused on listening to the customer and helping them, you know, through their journey. Other ways that we have heard for keeping these new riders engaged, anything that stood out to you? A lot. There's a lot. Right. And making sure that whenever anybody walks into your shop, whether, you know, no matter what bike they're holding, no matter what clothes they're wearing, no matter what they look like, no matter what their, you know, body size is, that they feel just like every other person that walks through that door. I'm just thinking we had a couple sharp, what what Rob Z, our P2 leadership consultant would call them, sharp sword moments, you know, where we, you know, we have these virtual member events and the, they're open conversations. We literally just let the conversation roll. But a couple of times we've had these moments where it's like, the sharp sword needs to come out right now. Like something was said that maybe, you know, wasn't, you know, wasn't said the best way. And in one of our meetings, what was it? It was talking about e-bikes, different e-bikes coming into stores. Maybe they were bought on Amazon. We referred to them as like these people, I think these people who bought these bikes, right? (laughs) I think, I don't remember who stopped the meeting, but we're like, Let's talk about, let's remember these people are cyclists, right? Just because they chose to buy online, you know, maybe they didn't know any better. Maybe they were using their Amazon Prime card. Maybe it was easy. Maybe they were trying to like, who knows? Right. You never know. They might've walked into a bike shop hoping to get one in person and they were treated badly. And so, you know, they were pushed to the alternative, you know, you you just never know what happened in somebody's life to put them where they are you know maybe they have no idea that the bike that they're getting online is any different from the one that they would get in a shop it's it's just they need to be given the opportunity to have that knowledge you know to to learn like everybody else and so i think that's what we were saying is they are cyclists <laughs> because they believe they are they have a bicycle you know, they're riding it and they think that that makes them a cyclist. And so why shouldn't it? Yeah. And, and, you know, just back to the interview with Kaylee, um, you know, the all bodies on bikes and talking about how a cyclist is not just your, you know, spandex clad, tight toned, you know, athletic body anymore. A cyclist comes in all shapes and sizes. And I think we are at a bike bicycle retailer doing a shop visit and I think you noticed like there was no, there wasn't even clothing sizes for all sizes. It was like, and you were like, Hey, let's talk about this. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I saw somebody who had just gone on a shop ride and she was really pumped and she was with her friend and she 
they came back into the shop after the ride and I heard them, you know, looking around and talking about, oh, you know, this shop gear is really cool. Oh, I really like this jacket, this logoed shop jacket. Oh, this is really great. And they're shopping around. And then I kind of walked away for a second. And then I looked back and I saw one of the women looking through every single rack filled with every single jacket she could find. And she couldn't find her size. And, you know, a lot of it has to do with supply. Maybe, you know, they had it and then they sold out and now they're ordering more and it's not going to show up in a few months. But, you know, it's just making sure that we plan so that when people want to be a part of a community, you know, they want to give us their business, of course, but they want to be part of the shop community. They just went on a shop ride. They're feeling included. They're feeling great. And then they can't find their size and their, you know that enthusiasm could be gone in that moment. Yeah. I'm just thinking, you know, of we go into these shop visits and we've got, you know, we ourselves and the other retailers have clipboards and we're walking around the shop, like literally looking at every, every spot of the shop from the service to the outdoors, to the cash and wrap area, to the way the bikes are displayed. Like we are looking at everything. I'm thinking, you know, all those takeaways that you, that we have uncovered, you know, and and found, I I think maybe it would be beneficial for retailers. Like if you have a friend who's maybe not a cyclist, who's never been in your store, maybe invite them in and see what they see or don't see, you know, if you want to have, because too often I, I feel like, and I'm sure I'm guilty of it. Like we go to work every day, we do what we do every day and we're in our, our zone. So it feels comfortable and known and you don't know what's missing until someone else like looks at at it and says you know this doesn't make any sense or why are you doing this this way you know what I mean I think that's a good idea oh yeah it's one of the most valuable parts of the p2 meetings when everybody who are you know long-time retailers who have been in the business for a long time who are really good at what they do come into your shop and look at it with that eye and then you know you get all of that feedback it's so so valuable because you're right when you're in it every day you know things you don't see it you know they slip you have reasons for something being the way it is but somebody who just walks in doesn't know what that reason is so I think it's one of like I said one of the most valuable parts is just that outside person coming in and telling you what what they saw that you might not see. Right. Oh my gosh. I'm thinking about another project this year. Big undertaking was the consumer research project. And we're just, what is it next week? We're going to, I think it's available. We're going to start the web, but we have a whole four-part webinar series coming out for 2022 on it. We do. So interesting to see some of the early feedback is that all the new riders we've attracted, all the people that have come back into the sport, and then they're little that little tidbit on where people are buying their bikes from or where they bought their bikes from. Awesome to see the independent bicycle retailers still standing on top of that list, followed by the large box stores, if you would, and then online. Pretty, pretty astonishing results that we're seeing. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, you hear all the negative talk and and you think it's one way and then you actually look at the data and there's still 
a huge, huge amount of influence that the retailer holds over cyclists, you know, over consumers. And, and it's important that we keep that and realize that. I have so much affection for the team at Human Powered Solutions. I mean, they have been just awesome to work with. Jay's been coming to every show with us pretty much. It's like, it's like our little group now. We've got like this little cool group, you know, going to all the shows, but they've done so much to help us with data, the market report. And we did a webinar series on that. So I think that was an eight part series, right? This past year. And then we will do, I think cost of doing business study, right? For 2022, that's in the plans, right? in the plans. We're excited about that one. Yeah. The last one I think that the MBDA did was in 2014 and um, 2014. Yeah. And I have heard several people in the industry say that that cost of doing business study is like super valuable and like the Bible, you know, I think I was talking to Michael Forte at Specialized who was like, I still refer to the last one all the time. So another big project, like, but again, just things that we both feel will add a lot of value for members. Mm -hmm. Um, There's just, I don't think there's enough time, Rochelle. Like we need to add some extra hours into the day or something. (laughs) I know we're talking about all of this, the consumer research and then all these other studies that we have going on. And then there's Cabda Midwest in February. And then We also have our Bicycle Retailer Excellence Awards starting up in February. That's right. We should. All right. Well, let's. Okay. Let's first recap. You're right. Let's. Okay. Let's recap the 2021 program. So the Bicycle Retailer Excellence Awards this year was revamped from the old America's Best Bike Shop program. And we wanted to make it more inclusive and reach a broader spectrum of retailers remove any barrier for participation. I think the feedback was really great, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we really listened to all the feedback that we've gotten in previous years, and we tried to implement as the most of it that we could. And and I think we're headed in the right direction, at least based on, based on what we're hearing. Yeah. And I mean, there is some some issues with the 2021 program, like our, the, the platform that we use for the application, it gave some people a little bit more trouble than it should have. And the, all those balloons, those poor balloons, we got <laughs> the award party. There's this awesome picture of Chad who's on our board. <laughs> just carrying all these balloons. He looks like he was going to fly away like the movie up. It was awesome. Nobody at that ceremony was in danger of falling asleep. At random intervals, balloons were just popping all over the place. It was hilarious. (laughs) Not to mention, we, for a first ever for me, decided to live stream the awards ceremony. And anyone who's maybe chuckling right now, because there was a good five minutes that you could see (laughs) Rochelle and I saying, I don't think it's working. I don't think it's working. What are we going to do? We weren't fighting. (laughs) We were just in normal Heather and Rochelle fashion. I was throwing out like a million ideas. And she's like, one minute, Heather. <laughs> we'll figure this out. And people are like typing. Truly, <laughs> truly embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. On the recording, there's like 
at least five minutes, maybe 10 of us just browse for a staring at the computer while it's working going, why isn't it working? Why is it working? People in the comments were like, it is working. It is working. You're fine. And we didn't see any of it. What's up? Yeah. It's one of those moments where I'm like, can you cut that out? And you're like, I can't. It was <laughs> Oh, man, that was so funny. But it was such a good time. And, you know, after the Excellence Award celebration, was at, which was at the Big Year Show, we were able to hang out um, with some of the recipients and get a great group photo. And, you know, another one of the highlights, I would say the highlights of this past year for me. But yeah, 2022, I can't, like, I can't believe we're already talking about this already. Like I feel like it's like, oh my God, (laughs) so soon. Some feedback, we did a survey for the people who participated and some feedback was to move the start date a little bit earlier. So that's one change that we'll see next year. What what are we saying? February, I think. Mid-February. Yep. Anything else that um, comes to mind that we're changing up for next year? We are keeping a lot of it the same because it seemed to work really well for people. So it's going to remain free unless you want the secret shopper option. That's the only cost. And if you don't get the secret shopper, it doesn't count against you at all. We don't count the secret shopper score into your application score. It's open regardless of NBDA membership. You don't have to be a member to be part of the program. We have. We are going to include more opportunities for people to give us reasons if any of our questions don't apply because you're a smaller shop or a bigger shop or you don't do you know one thing and you've honed that idea for many years for a specific reason. We're going to give you more opportunities to tell us what makes you unique and, and why you may not you know, why this may not apply to you and your business. And none of those, if you can't check them for, and you give us that reason, you know, none of that will count against you. Yeah. Some of the feedback we got was that people really liked that we did include those unique parts. I'm just thinking we also have a couple webinars, right? So the DEI portion was new last year. And so we're going to do a webinar with Respect Outside that'll tie into the program this year. So a couple of new things to just continue to make the program, you know, just improvements that, you know, we feel like will go a long way. And then the awards ceremony will be at the Big Year Show again, but possibly indoors or, you know, no popping balloons, at least so we can bump <laughs> that. Or maybe we'll just for old time's sake, you know. <laughs> I did love watching, you know, and this was something I took really close to my heart this year because we made so many revisions to the program and uh, watching the retailers post about winning on their social feeds and share with their community. I I mean, I have goosebumps just talking about it. You know, it's, you know, it's definitely a smile moment. It's like, you know, you can tell that retailers really loved being part of the program and they love letting their community know. And the other thing is we asked people this year and Rochelle and I, I guess a good point to, to, you know, talking about how we judged, how we judge, how we, how we judge and how we do judge the applications. 
we're not looking at the shop name. So the applications that came out in this Excel file and Rochelle and I just divvied them up and we actually weren't looking at the column that said shop name. We were just looking because we didn't want to have any, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, yeah, we didn't want to be biased at all. So we, because we know a lot of retailers, right? So we made that conscious decision, um, which I think was honestly one of the smartest things that, you know, not to give ourselves kudos for that, but at the end of the day, when we were done and we were like looking over the points, I had a couple of shops that like, it shocked me. Like, it, like you know, it was, the, there was definitely a, a moment where I was like, I'm really glad that we did this this way because it was a really good, you, looking at a shop based on the images they sent us, the videos they sent us, their social media, you know, the way that they wrote the application, what they wrote down, they, the way they described what makes them unique just looking at their answers, it really allowed for us to have a, you know, a really good picture of what you're doing on a very dynamic level. I don't know where I was going with this, but it was inspiring. Like, yeah, it, was super, it was super inspiring to watch people share, you know, with their community that they won this award that um, they truly, you know, deserved and, and worked hard for. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it's always a great moment when, you know, we work really, this is one of the longest, definitely programs that we do throughout the year. And it takes a lot of work on our part. So it's, it's always, always rewarding when it comes to the end and you announce the winners and, you know, it's this process that's been like Heather said, an Excel sheet, you know, (laughs) filled with just numbers and information. And we're just staring at these, you know, we have no idea what the names are. It's just, we just, look at it and we spend so much time on it. Then when the winners finally go out and we see everyone sharing it and we see how much it means to everybody, it's hugely rewarding. Hugely. You know, it makes me, I'm thinking another project that we worked on this year, just that thinking about stuff we've done and it's kind of been behind the scenes And another reason for the name change is because we really wanted to open up our resources to Canadian retailers too, um, and get away from the America's best because we do have several Canadian members and behind the scenes, you and I have really been working on expanding our resource for Canadian retailers. Yeah. We've had a lot of talks with HLC in Canada, Velo Canada, Live to Play, OGC, those conversations have been great. You know, we're just talking about what is different about retail in Canada and what is the same and what do we need to do specifically for Canadian retailers and what that we currently do applies. A great conversation. Yeah, it's really been eye-opening because, you know, I think a lot of the stuff we that we currently offer the education resource webinars are, you know, very applicable to both the United States and Canada, but maybe there's more we could do. So, you know, for 2022, we hope to have some official, you know, resources set up for Canadian retailers. And then also just to partner closer with some of the partners that you just mentioned. And uh, I'm excited to see where that goes because it's been just this, this like slowly developing thing that we were like, let's be cautious and make sure we're doing, I mean, just down to even the currency. Right. And then if we want to, what is it? Quebec is mostly French. So I'm, I've been trying, you know, <laughs> I don't know how that would just to make sure that we do it right. And then what else this year? I'm thinking over our, pro- all right, the podcast, all right, the podcast. 
the podcast has been for me something in, in the beginning, I was like, oh my God, my voice sounds awful. Oh my God. Like, you know what I mean? But I feel like we're, we've grown, right? We're doing good. Oh, yeah. 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 Just looking at the numbers alone, but also, you know, all the shows that we go to people, even if they don't know who we are, they're like, oh, your podcast. Oh, I listen to your podcast. You know, it's fun. I am just, I'm having a blast. I, we've had some really great guests come on the show and it takes a lot of time to get rid of, you know, I always do like due diligence of, of researching the person and, and making sure that we're bringing forward a conversation that'll be insightful for everyone listening. And I love when we get, you know, I get an email or, or a text, Hey, I just listened to your podcast. It was awesome. How do we get more people to leave reviews? I like it crushes me that we have what, like a couple thousand downloads a week or something. And, and no, like we have 16 reviews. What are we doing wrong there? You're not asking enough. Clearly it's not <laughs> twice an episode. <laughs> I need to like call out people specifically. <laughs> Cisco, if you're listening, go leave a review. <laughs> But doesn't it it help us, like, help people find our podcast with the more reviews you get? It really does. It really helps with the algorithm. So when people are searching bicycle retail, you know, or just retail or just bicycle in the podcast apps, the the podcasts with more reviews definitely show up better. Yes. All right. So there we go. So I think you can even do it as you're listening to us right now. So listen to us and leave a review, please. We've got some great guests scheduled for, should we tell people who like some of our guests are for next year? Sure. Sure. Hans Ray is one of them. Sonia Looney. Michael Michael Marks with the Belgian Waffle Ride. Several retailers. We just did this great, you know, I got Joe Coppola from Velo Concepts coming. We love, we hear from retailers. They love to hear what other retailers are doing and hear your story. And and in every episode, they get like a little bit of something that they can apply to their own retail business. So if you're listening and you want to come on the podcast in 2022, we would love to talk, you know, share your story, talk about the shop, maybe some unique things you're doing. We won't give away too much of your special sauce. I promise. It's a neat thing. You know, it's like we have this community and it's another way to share yourself and what you're doing with the industry at large. Yeah. Yeah. What was it that Josh said on our Monday mingles? Oh yeah. He's like, he, he throws the podcast on and, you know, he's in the shop all day with like his head down or his staff, you know, and when he puts the podcast on, he's like, these are my people. <laughs> I feel good. I'm with my people. So it's true though. Right. It's kind of corny. It's but- true. It's true. <laughs> Every day. I feel like something just amazing happened. I truly mean it. I send these emails out and I know they're too long, whatever, but <laughs> Every day, it's like, I just get so excited for what's going to pop into my inbox or or what we're going to be able to offer to our members or, you know, what we're going to, you know, what we're doing already that we realize, oh, we could do this better. You know, it's like, it's awesome. It is. It is. And, you know, we're, we're here brainstorming the two of us and we, we listen a lot. You know, it's how we get our ideas. We just listen to what people say and 
anytime Heather and I are in a conversation and, you know, she's looking down at her phone, she's like, I'm not doing it. I'm not answering emails. I promise. I'm actually taking notes so that I remember what you just said. I have, I totally have to write everything down. It's so bad. Like I know that the garbage goes out on Tuesday, but for some reason I have to write, take the garbage out. What is wrong with me? But it means that you come home from every show with like three notebooks filled with ideas. It's great. I do. I do. I know it takes a, and then there's like the stress of sifting through the notebooks because I don't want to like let anything go. I don't want to miss anything, you know? So, uh, so all right. To, uh, 2022, what about personal goals? What are we doing? What's happening? What are you, anything for you on your list of a 2022 goal? I mean, we're going to Costa Rica. I love traveling. That was a good one for me. Like you said, I started up the early morning workouts. We're going to continue that. Feel good every day. Be more productive. I've got several weddings to go to next year. So more travel. Love that. And then, you know, two weeks at a time, we'll be training for the 100 miler. (laughs) (laughs) We're crushing it. I did. Like, so Rochelle and I are joking about this, but I was training for this 100 miler and Rochelle, you know, just started doing the, you know, getting the morning routine down and she started running and it was like on her third day of running. I'm like, well, I have this hundred miler this weekend. You want to come and like pace me? <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, I'm ready for a hundred miles. <laughs> like it was literally that weekend. I was actually very serious about it. <laughs> I love travel too. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to Costa Rica. I'm looking forward to the, our member trips, like any opportunity where I can spend some time getting to know someone better and learning, you know, being outside, you know, cause I used to own a store. Right. And so I would be working in the store and that was, I was always, you know, brainstorming these things. Cause I'm touching, I'm physically in a store working with suppliers and working with riders. And then even, you know, working with Bianchi in the past or, you know, Eddie Merckx visiting retailers, spending time in the store, you know, even working with customers when I was there but being outside the store now, I need to spend time with the retailers so I can learn firsthand, you know, how we can be really impactful. So I'm looking forward to just more opportunities next year doing that. And then, yeah, I'm going to crack this hundred miler, man. I 70 miles this past couple of weekends ago, and I have another race in February, another attempt. Did I tell you that Rich from QBP, Rich Tower is an ultra runner as well? Did I, did you, did I tell you that? No. Yeah. Like turns out he's, so he saw my race and he sends me a note and he's like, I didn't know that you were, there's not many of us in the bike industry that are ultra runners, which I thought was pretty cool. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I don't know. 2022. Are you ready for this? I'm so ready. I'm so ready. You know, we have a lot, we have a lot on the calendar and it's, it's a lot, but I'm, I'm really ready for it. I'm excited for it. You know? Just give people what they need, get them excited, get them energized to go into their day, keep them informed. What more could you want? Yeah. And I guess the other piece that, you know, I'm thinking about as I'm just reflecting back on this past year and thinking forward, you know, I talk about the ecosystem of the industry and, you know, I, I came into the role in February and asking a lot of retailers and of the industry as a whole to interact with us and what we're doing. I'd be amiss not to just point out 
our association members, you know, the, the brands and, and advocacy groups and organizations that have really, truly stepped up and become friends of like true friends of ours that when we go to these shows, we spend time with and listening to the conversation, sitting in on those conversations you know, these are, these are brands, you know, Ascent 360, I can't even call them all out, Cannondale, Giant, Bike Exchange, SRAM, Shimano, like everyone who just truly wants to help retailers. I mean, HLC, the team at HLC is, I'm going to be a miss right now because I cannot name every single one of them. I'm sorry I started, but it's like, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. And you know, to work closer with these partners, you and I, thanks to you, you've put together this amazing document that just allows people to work so close with us next year and plan the whole year out, you know, so light speed and locally and fixture lab can all work with us and know ahead of time, kind of Bosch, you know, what our plan is. So that's really, it's been great. It's, you know, thank you so much to the people who have just worked so closely with us and are ready and willing and excited for 2022 like we are. Yeah. So anything else? I know. I think I said, I think I said a lot. I think I said a lot already and I don't want to, I don't want to repeat myself too much. It's been great. It's been great meeting everybody in person and talking about, you know, those connections that we had virtually and actually you know talking about them in person and and actually hearing how much it impacted people's everyday lives you know it's there's nothing else like that it's it's really great yeah and just to lighten it up a little bit I mean I love zoom I feel like every day we are zooming from zoom to zoom to zoom call and then we're meeting people in person and I'm like is that the same person because <laughs> Everyone looks so much different off Zoom. See, there's like a weird moment in the beginning. It's like so. It's always the height that gets me. I'm like, I thought you were like so much shorter. You're like six foot five. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Thanks to Jim at, at, at CABDA for all the opportunities there. And I guess let's let's run with it. Here we go. You want to take the clothes? <gasps> Can I? Yeah. Do it. Okay. So that's it. We invite you to connect with us and come on Bicycle Retail Radio and share your story with our listeners. Lots of love for our industry. Lots of great webinars coming up, member networking meetings. Members, please pre register for those meetings. We'd love to see you there. Great resources on the NBDA website. If you'd like to support the show, don't forget to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Please share your favorite episode with friends and on social media. Leave a review for the podcast that you're currently listening to. We can give you a second right now to leave a review. (laughs) Okay, good. Appreciate your support. Thank you for listening. See you back here soon. And with this, we go. This has been Bicycle Retail Radio by the National Bicycle Dealers Association. For more information on membership and member benefits, join us at nbda.com.